This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Profile of 20 Young Poets on Otago Access Radio, a series celebrating the literary talent of young people in Dunedin. Every Wednesday at 5pm we will hear from another young Dunedin poet about their passion for writing and listen to some of their written work. Episodes from these series will be replayed at 9.30pm on Thursdays and 2.30pm on Fridays and available online from www.oar.org.nz and iTunes. Hi, my name is Beth Lynch. I'm 14 years old and I go to Logan Park High School. I love writing and singing and things like drama. My first experiences with creative writing and poetry were right when I was a little kid and I loved writing stories or copying other people's stories and making them into my own. I only really started getting into poetry a few years ago. It had always been kind of a boring growing up thing to me but um, once I got into songwriting I started creating what I didn't know were poems as lyrics and then when they started flowing and doing stuff like that in English I realised hey I'm good at this (laughs) creative writing is definitely something that comes from within you, it's your words and your imagination and it's definitely seen in school and you generally do a unit on it within school but there's always people who find it easy and people who find it hard and that's why I think it sort of has to come from you. Within school you get a lot of different opportunities to develop your skills, um, especially in creative writing really. I'm always notified when there's some kind of competition on and whether that's poetry or short stories or even some kind of novel writing competition, there's lots of people that are interested in those kind of things and there's writers groups and poetry clubs and things like that within school that you can go to. So yeah, I think school definitely does help. This poem is called At First Light. The leaves are white, a gleaming coat of frost dances on their tips, sharp as a knife, cold as fresh morning air, the first bite of winter. Birds like statues, watching, waiting, eyes darting, like the wings of an early morning sparrow, trying not to freeze as well. Then everything turns to gold, whispering shadows play havoc upon the green grass, teasing and flickering, and all the while the leaves unfurl, and a sigh of relief, not one that you or I could hear, but one that is there even so. A single bellbird calls, then falls still, and the whole world is silent, just a whisper in the trees, a murmur in the winds, and the music of the grass as it dances, allowing just a moment for the gentleman to bow. So I wrote at first light for a competition that I was intending to enter and I don't think I ever did but I had really gotten into the idea of nature and 
certainly like small details in nature that you don't often notice and that's what I wanted to incorporate into that poem and especially using things like metaphors like how the grass dances in the wind and how the frost is so cold and (laughs) yeah I wanted them to feel like wow that was something I've never noticed before something I've sort of not thought about in that way yeah, especially when it comes to nature and things like that. Yeah, I think that was, that was the first poem I wrote out of all of those ones. And, yeah, I came up with the first few lines quite quickly and never really developed it. But, again, I really loved using the metaphors and sort of a not-what-you'd-expect kind of way of putting things. This poem is called Thoughts of a Boy. He sits in the shade of the olive tree his face in profile like a hawk's, one of the ones his father used to use for hunting. His eyes are shadowed, gleaming in the dark like fireflies, and his lips are bruised cherries, his words thrown away like unwanted children's toys until boredom forces you to pick them up and play. But he never liked games, card tricks. They were beneath him. He told me that, and I remember... A bright summer's day in the dead of winter, a frost on the lake and a gleaming pool of silver. Or were those his eyes? The flowers were diamonds at the water's edge, the hills filled with gold, just as the sunlight crests the hill and everything is gone. I would be a rich man to live here, he said. A throne of forest wood, a crown of clouds. Would the mountains be his home? Silver spires that rule over even the most priceless jewels. But these are the true jewels. The dirt, the grass, the flowers at the water's edge, and all just over the fence. He sits in the shade of the olive tree, still as a stone, one of the ones we skipped over the lake in autumn. Cold, but not frozen. Then everything is gone. I think, again, the main idea is in the second poem were sort of the small things and the small beauties and seeing the world through the eyes of someone with that outlook. My favourite people that inspire me, I read so much I can barely keep the names of the authors straight. But yeah, I remember in, I think, Year 9 for Christmas I was given this small book of poetry by one of my best friends and I don't know who it was by but it was a collection of little small poems and they were all just beautiful and I find that really inspiring. I think especially songwriters because I'm into music I find listening to lyrics and thinking about the depth within them very inspiring. I like a lot of sort of obscure unknown artists like um, Plume or Plum or Safety Suit, or I love the Beatles as well. I think they they definitely play around with a lot of words and somehow it works. So that goes into poetry quite a lot. When it comes to writing a song, it's, it's generally quite a set sort of theme, like you're writing about a breakup or you're writing about nature or something like along those lines. And I feel like that's quite a bit... It's more strict than poetry, perhaps, is. With poetry, it's so full of, like, metaphors and 
Although songwriting also is that, I think with poetry you have a lot more freedom to create something a little bit more mysterious or obscure. <laughs> this poem is called Quarter to Eight. It's quarter to eight. Quick, check your school bag. Have you got your lunchbox? A kiss from mum, then you have to go. Wait, you forgot something. You always do. No, never mind. You've got it. Your feet freeze in their clumpy old school shoes. One, two, one, two. Stimp, stamp, stomp. There's ice on the pavement. Better avoid that. You don't want to fall. But maybe you will anyway, and then what will you do? You might miss the bus. Better walk faster then. The fields are dusty pink as the streetlights glow. The sky is just starting to lighten. It's too early, really. Huff and puff up the hill, like a nursery rhyme. But you can't even remember those anymore. There's just too much stuff. You have things to do and places to go. There's just no time. And I think you'd better check your watch, because it's quarter to nine now. Yeah, Quarter to Eight was definitely a very fun poem to write. It was based off my own experiences of walking up the hill to school every morning and having that sense of time being dragged out. And, yeah, I've never written anything like that before. It's very sort of short and, like, natural thoughts that occur to you on a regular basis, and I wanted it to be relatable and, yeah. <laughs> this poem is called The Culprit. Blistered was the hand that pulled me into the fire. It had been burnt before. Her arms were a path of heartbroken scars. The scratches that decorated them no more than cracks in the sidewalk. She used to be an hourglass, but the glass had shattered, letting the sand flow with her tears. And her face. I saw it through the flames. It was mine. That was definitely my most one of my most dramatic poems, The Culprit. It's quite dark, and I don't think I fully understood it at the time when I was writing it. But, yeah, it's, again, using lots of metaphors, which seem to be my favourites. Well, <laughs> um, so that's what poetry is all about. And, yeah, it's, it's about fire and hurting and just a bit more on the dark side of feelings. Um, I think from from those four poems, I wouldn't say that they're all similar. <laughs> I think there's definitely a lot of differences in them, and my writing style overall varies quite a bit. I like to put myself in the minds of other people who I'm writing for, who I'm writing from. When it comes to poems, that can be a bit more difficult, but... It's definitely different perspectives rather than a style. I get my ideas for poetry and creative writing really from anywhere. <laughs> like most commonly sort of things I see and experience in everyday life or books that I've read, movies I see, just small things that I notice and I think, wow, that would be cool to write about. I generally type things up on my laptop. It's sort of closest thing to me and it's handy and everything's on it um i often write on my spare bed it's got lots of pillows it's really comfortable and that's just sort of the place i can crash and have a bit of a spin off into my own world i think dunedin is a really great place for 
literature and poetry and creative writing and things like that there there's so many competitions like the Robbie Burns ones and especially stuff in schools I know my school has a writing competition every year and yeah I think young people are really starting to get into poetry and songwriting and things like that and I think that's really great I think in recent years it's certainly experienced sort of a a boom (laughs) but um Yeah, there's definitely always been young people out there wanting to get their creative writing and poetry and music into the world. Um, I have been involved in the Robbie Burns competition, as I mentioned, um, for songwriting, and I'm entering quite a few competitions this year for creative writing and poetry. There's a short poetry collection that you can enter into a competition, but I've forgotten the name, but... um, the, the judges are people like Fleur Beale and Emma Neal, who are both very well-known New Zealand poets and writers. I think um, if I was talking to someone about poetry and they were interested, the first thing I'd do is tell them, sit down with a piece of, pen and pa- with a piece of paper and a pen and write whatever's in your head at that moment and turn it into something beautiful. That was the profile of our latest young poet on Otago Access Radio. This project has been supported by the Dunedin City Council's Creative Communities Scheme, Dunedin UNESCO, City of Literature and Dunedin Public Libraries. If you would like to get involved with this project or any future Youth Zone projects, you can call the station on 471 6161 or email youthzone at oar.org.nz. This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.